Is it my turn? Are we are we really up to episode 18? We are up to episode 18. Like wow. that's how old people have to be to 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 What is it? Is it vote? We're not is legal it... in drinking terms, but we are. No, that's right. You can vote when you're 18. We can vote. We can it's serve in while, the military. People. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long time since I have had to know it's any of that three stuff. It's been four years since we both uh, were 18. Yeah, it's been a, quite a while. Four decades or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, I, I, so I don't even want to talk about how old, how many, many, many moons it's been since I even cared about. I had the most boring 21st birthday, though. I, I had two Did wine you? coolers. Yeah. <laughs> Stayed home, had two wine coolers. It was really boring. Uh, how about you? Do you remember your 21st birthday? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was in my dorm room writing a paper. <laughs> That's exciting. I hope yes. you were drinking because... It, well, it was it, the paper was due the next day. I think it, it turned out to be twenty something pages, dang. and I hadn't started it yet. So uh, <laughs> that's like that's intense. Yeah, I kind of worked uh, till very late, and then I got a couple hours of sleep, and I got up and I continued uh, working on it. <laughs> uh, I, I think I've only pulled two two all nighters in my life, and they were hellacious, and I ha- hate them. I would never wish that on anybody, and. I hope to help my kids avoid it. Uh, for those of you who are watching, yes, for whatever reason, we're talking about, oh, because it's, it's episode 18 of our show. That's right. And we kind of got stuck on that whole thing like, oh, well, let's talk about ages and things like that because that <laughs> makes sense. But welcome, everyone. Welcome, Ross. Welcome, Rachel. So this is the best of be live. I'm Ross Brand and Rachel is Rachel Moore. Look us both up on social media if you would like to learn more uh but this show is about the shows the shows that air on uh be live platform and uh we'd like to highlight the best shows and uh using this platform and talk about what we can learn from what the hosts are doing well and uh we have a couple of popular shows that we're going to be featuring today and of course it is time for the ceremonial uh, clinking of the I'm cups. on the easy side this time. I'm on the easy okay. side. Ready? One, I'm going to go in the other three. direction from what it looks Clink. like I should be going. That was awesome. And we did okay. Go. We did all right. We did all right. By yeah, episode I, 20, I think the rule is you have to actually get it on the first try. Do you think we'll ever graduate to like flasks or big, tum- you know, big beer tumblers or something like clink- or shot glasses? Don't make me laugh so hard when I have a mouthful of water. I, my goal is to make make you snort or something during during a broadcast, which probably will never happen because you're too you're just too darn professional. I'm just too. Ah. That's okay. I'm the cut up. I'm the cut up in this yeah. scenario, which is really kind of sad. I could be a worse cut up. I don't. I don't. You know. Do you want to tell us the jokes, or do you want to like sing and dance, or you know, I, all I want to do is avoid we... bringing up the the a word, which is algorithm. Algorithm, it... yes. Oh so, my God. so are are have you been panicking over the the change in the Facebook algorithm? I have, not. have you been like, who cares? I'm going to be fine, or are you kind of like in between and trying to figure out what it all means for you? You know, I feel like so. I live in Colorado. Um, it is the absolute worst place for a weather forecaster to ever get started on their career because the temper, the weather changes every 20 minutes. You just are never going to be right. Right, right. So I kind of feel like I'm watching a weather forecast that is saying, well, it could either be a huge hailstorm of epic proportions or it could be the most fantastic weather this weekend you've ever seen. We really don't know. And so I feel like I'm watching that and going, think I'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. That's my take on this, is that I'm just going to watch it and see what happens. I see Leslie and Patricia and Patricia and Molly and everybody. Hello. But yeah, I, I'm not panicking. I don't, I, I don't know. Are you panicking? Not at all. Um, okay. I, I was very encouraged by the fact that in the statement that Facebook put out, <laughs> live video is something that gets, I don't know, six times the conversations and engagement and uh we know from our own experience from watching the chat um not only are people commenting on on the show and sharing it but mm-hmm. they're they're conversing with with each other in the chat and that's one of the things that facebook's looking for that it, yeah. it should stir conversation it shouldn't just be you know throw a one in the chat to let us know you're here and of course if you'd right. like to do that that's fine but it should be that 
one of you says hi to somebody else in the chat and and we talk about something and somebody gives their opinion mm -hmm. comment not just on what we're saying comment on what each other are saying yeah. and if you take that that approach um i think you're going to do just fine with live video um you know pages don't get the most reach as it is so it's all about building your community um, be live is a great platform for doing that engaging with your community as patricia summer says so well community building is what it's all about it's about mm -hmm. relationships and it, it's about engaging that audience um and if you do all those things you, you should be okay you know yeah we, we'll yeah. see but but i'm encouraged by the fact that it seems to put a premium on good content on yes. content that people are interested in and that live video seems to be one of the workarounds right and that's yeah that's what we do so <laughs> which really isn't any different than before but i mean one thing i thought was interesting is that zuckerberg i mean this comes up on the heels of a rather uproarious year for zuckerberg as far as mm -hmm. like i mean he uh facebook and twitter and google had to go testify before congress Right. about um, how their platforms are being used uh, in po politics and such. And plus, then they had that report out um, that was, a, and I blogged about this, by the way, but they had a report out um, toward the end of just 2017 that said, you know, people are spending time on Facebook and then they come away feeling crappy. And mm. nobody wants to hear that about their, their platform. So uh, while I don't see a ton, I, I don't yet, I should mm -hmm. I should add that caveat. I don't yet see a ton of how this is any different than any other algorithm change you've experienced before, but Zuckerberg's intent behind it might be, and so that's why I kind of want to. I'm like, well, I want to see what goes on here. Um, but I totally agree. It is about community. Um, I think if people haven't yet, if you have a live stream, you should be building the advocates, the people that show up to every one of your live streams. You need to cultivate that. Uh, make them VIPs. Uh, clue them into to content that's premium that you don't give to just everybody else or something. Make a group. I don't know. Get them all on a messenger thread where you can just talk all, you know, do these behind the scenes things and stuff like that. But really cultivate that because as you and I, as, they, as you guys are all mentioning, it's about engaging and commenting. It's not about, ooh, I'm going to like, ooh, I'm going to react, ooh, I'm going to do all this. It's about actually creating a conversation. Facebook wants that. So... And, and collaborate, we collaborate with other live streamers. Look at them as allies, not as competition, because yeah. as you share their stuff and watch their stuff and comment and support them and they support you, you'll both grow mm -hmm. uh, to much and be able to reach much larger audiences. Totally. Um, it, it, you're not competing. You're growing the, the pool of people who are able to find your stuff and see your stuff, and it'll be good for everyone involved so do think about that um by collaborating as live streamers we do increase the opportunity for our stuff to be seen and be found and people to learn about what we're doing and our businesses and our causes and and different things like that so it's an interesting time i would say don't panic uh but don't <laughs> be too comfortable either right right yeah, just stay on top of what's going on test things stay active don't don't use this as an opportunity to just say okay i'm not going to live stream for a while or whatever keep doing it and seeing what the results are and then and then reacting i mean i have noticed that on some of my my live streams the views are down so from what mm -hmm. i would normally get so yeah I, I do think that there's some impact taking place but what that is yet it's too early to tell I did see, I don't know if you're in the group, uh, if you guys aren't on it, there's a, there's there are several social media masterminds groups, but there's one that called social media masterminds. Um, but I did see someone posted where I think it was like a public comment or a public post by someone and they were able to go in and post a comment underneath it, but make that private to the person who posted it. So it was like, you know, instead of creating a comment that everyone can then see and pile on or, you know, or mm -hmm. comment on, if you actually want to make a comment that only can be seen by the original person, they they were able to set that visibility. I thought that was really interesting to, mm. to almost like make this like, oh, this could be a wider conversation, but you could also make it a micro conversation in that mm -hmm. thread without even saying, you know, because usually you have to go to Messenger to say, hey, I just made a comment. Is that okay? You know, instead it's like, no, I can make this comment, but nobody else sees it except you. So I thought that was really interesting, a different development too. I, I, it's just, I love this stuff, how it changes all the time. Do you guys love it? If you love it, go ahead and put a heart in the thing. <laughs> put a heart in it. Do it. 
Do a GIF. I don't we'll, know. We'll do it old school. Like there's been no algorithm change. Go ahead, throw a heart. In. No, it's common. It's still common. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. It, it, it's really like big publishers who just put out stuff, right? Who put yeah. out their articles and links to their blog posts, and nobody's reading it and nobody's commenting on it. Right. They want to get yours. That you want to get people's friends in their news feed again. They want to. Yeah. People want to see photos and videos and reactions and, and, and updates and stuff from the latest trip and birthday parties and things like that. They don't just want companies giving them, pre you know, sort of press releases and blog form, right? <laughs> so I know. Uh, well, and, and you I, can, the you whole engagement. Choose what you see as well. So, yeah. Well, then you got the engagement bait, like click if you're a Virgo. And it's like, oh my God, right. no, I'm not clicking. <laughs> Not a Virgo. Don't do that. That they're penalizing. <laughs> Engagement. Yeah. I don't like those ones where, and I get it. You're like doing a poll with the reactions. Sorry, we need to wrap up because we actually need to get to our picks. But um, where you get like two, two things side by side saying like, you know, thumbs up, like if you agree with this side of it. Um, heart, if you agree with this side of it. And, you know, people just start doing that and stuff. So it's fun to me to watch how people game it. But I, again, it drives back to the good content. If it's good content, people will share it. It's like Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. You can do this. You can do this. You just had to put a little more effort into it, not just be like, boom, boom. Don't, don't fire hose everybody with your stuff. It's messy. Right, right. So, well, right. welcome, Yang. Welcome, Cheryl. Welcome, Nicole. Bobby Stamps is here. Thanks, everybody, for joining. <laughs> Do please share this out. Let people know we are on live. We have a couple of great guests coming up. But first, we're going to talk about their shows and tell you why we selected them. Yeah. And since this is an even-numbered episode, you know what that means. It means it's time for Rachel Moore <gasps> to go first today. It's my turn. I'm so excited. Okay, I... I'm excited. I've had my eyes on this prize for uh, a few weeks now, so I'm going to go ahead and bring up the video into the screen. You are all beholding, and actually, I'm going to put it on solo so you can see. Um, nice. This is the Reality Changers show. Uh, it is a family vlog, so I love it already uh, because I, I, I have a family podcast, so I totally get um, putting yourselves out there and it's risky and it's scary, but these guys are awesome. Uh, Jorge and it's like, it's Jorge Nuarez, I believe is his name, or Narvaez, excuse me. Jorge is the mastermind behind this thing and he's on and he gets his daughters on. And basically these guys, um, they started out because they were vlogging and they showed themselves doing a cover to a song. That got picked up by Ellen DeGeneres and Ryan Seacrest. So they were actually on um, broadcast television and they've been vlogging ever since. And they uh, really just do share all of these moments about a family that are so great. And uh, I really like their style and I like um, how they do it. And obviously, again, as you can see, they're using Be Live. Um, so what I like, let, let's just run through the things I like about what they do. First of all, uh, completely real, completely authentic. Um, and I love that they, a lot of times the background, you see their house. You can see it right now. You can see that we're watching, looking into their living room. You're literally looking into their home to, and feel like you're sitting there talking to them while you're in the home. I really like that. I mean, they could easily pop up a background, you know, put it up against a wall or something. I do that. Um, but that's not what they're showing. That's not their content. Their content is their family. And you can see they've got their son there. That episode that uh, you're seeing right now, they're basically talking about sharing about how their son has eczema and then the different things that if you're a parent with a kid who has eczema, what do you do and sharing their experience. Um, there's another video, which I don't feature in my clip here, but uh, it's where he, uh, Jorge is exper expressing how frustrating it is to be a dad sometimes. And it's like he's having this conversation with his infant son. It's very fun. Um, but I, I really do like, and you see all the members of the family at different points. Um, so that's one part I like is that you really, the content matches the background. It's like, yep, you're, you're in this with me, whether you like it or not. Um, I also like it is incredibly well produced considering we are seeing just into somebody's living room. Uh, Jorge really, you'll, you'll, um, watch him how he 
talks about, hey, I had to get a new vlogging camera. I need to get new equipment. I need to do this. He really puts a lot of thought into what he he shows. So it's not like you're just getting uh, just someone throwing up a live video. He actually puts some thought into the production thereof. Um, he's done some two multi-camera shots sometimes. And he's not always using BeLive, but he does that when he's out and about and when he's in his home. So he really wants to make sure that the viewer is getting a good experience. And then also, as you can see, when they're talking about various topics that are about family, they are really incorporating the comments. This is all about community, just like we were talking about just now, uh, which is, again, why BeLive is so awesome, because you you instantly make someone part of your broadcast when they comment and you can show it on the screen. So I really like that they do that. And and there's actually at least one point in this video they're actually talking they uh, tackle some tough subjects which I also really appreciate because we definitely can always talk about the happy puppies and rainbows and it's fun <laughs> you know uh, Ross you and I we try to make it a puppies and rainbows experience you guys do you agree I mean gosh I, I want to make sure you have your puppies and rainbows but because they're a family and because they're talking about real life they don't hold that stuff back. This particular broadcast you're seeing a clip of, they're actually talking about the whole Logan Paul thing mm. um, with YouTube when he got banned from YouTube for showing um, a suicide stuff on his videos. And so they're talking about that because, and they tie it into their approach with their kids and how they're talking to their kids about, um, you know, what, how are you using your devices? Um, here's how to not do it. Look what happened to this kid but really hashing it out and really bringing that community together through the comments and the feed to say, let's talk about this. Let's get this going. And I see some, I see at least one unicorn in the comments, which is awesome, Dan. I'm glad you got, <laughs> you get unicorns out of us. Um, so I, I think that's a hard thing to do as a broadcaster, uh, which I actually am. I'm looking forward to talking to both your pick and my pick tonight too, because um, when you tackle the tougher subjects, the ones that might be a little polarizing or are, are just people who would rather, oh, I, you know, do we need to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, I like that the bravery they show to just say, well, you know, we've 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 given you guys as a transaction. We've given you our home and our personal lives. You're part of it with us. Well, now we're going to talk about this because we're that close. I really like to um, if you guys go visit Reality Changers Facebook page on their about section. Um, he refers to people saying, if you want to become part of our family. Hmm. subscribe, follow, you know, be part of this. And so I like that. I like that they really bring you along for the ride of saying that you, um, you're in this with us and each experience that we share with you on live stream is going to be a, a step closer. You get into our family, into our home again, risky, you know, those of us who have families, you're like, Oh, I don't know about letting people and strangers on the internet see this stuff, but um, they're doing it and they're really maximizing it and, and making a great experience of it. So I, uh, I like this show. I like reality changers. They are changing reality. Look at where we are. I mean, this is basically reality TV, uh, that we're seeing right now. Um, they're doing via Facebook live. And also, by the way, I want to mention they don't just use Facebook live. Don't just use be livers. They use, um, other things as well. So I really, I really like that they are maximizing all those platforms. And that's my pick this week. Reality changers family. Well, I think it's a great pick. Um, I, I think both, are, are both of our picks are going to have certain themes in common, right? What I like about this is it's really well produced. It's high quality and everything, but it, it feels like it's spontaneous. It feels like it's really natural. It, it feels it, they're not trying to recreate a TV set, right? They're just right. trying to show you the feeling of their real life. The other thing that um, they do that's sort of different than what most people do is they get really close to the camera. Right. You're I, like, I mean, you are it really right there. feels like they're talking to you mm -hmm. in that way. And I, I don't know anybody else who does it quite like they do and that, that we've looked at so far. And I don't even know whether that's something to recommend or not recommend to people because it's so unique and they do it well and they have very, probably have a very high quality camera that they're using. Mm -hmm. But it does give you that intimacy. It's like 
you got to go to a lot of steps to be that casual. I mean, right, right. You've got to have the right lighting and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it really comes across as if they're just letting you into their home and their life and whatever's going on and -hmm. whatever's on their mind. I don't think it's quite that spontaneous, but it's really well done. Yeah, Um, they really share um, uh, much like, uh, you know, I'm going to talk about with with my pick. There there are issues that are specific to their to their Mm -hmm. family. And yet they're also very universal. And and so um, if you're a parent, if you're a a human being, if you're a man, you're a woman, you're you're a pet, you're whatever, you're going to come across something that's that you can relate to in in what they're talking about. And um, it's just really well done. They've obviously built a huge audience here and on YouTube. And um, I mean, I I think they've got between 600 and 700,000 followers on, on on YouTube. And of course, um, we're excited that they're using the be live platform and, and using it really well. Well, uh, to did engage you notice- and bring the comments up and yeah and did you notice they're actually uh from what i can gather they're using the trial um like they're yeah. or they're just they're not using the the big paid one but they because you see the little uh the trial thing spin of the be live logo but they're just using it as a means to get their message there and they right. it seems to me like they see the value of showing the comments and knowing that that that's what brings people in uh we've said it over and over again and it really is uh something that sets be live apart is that uh your viewers all of you guys i'm gonna actually uh show this you and nez are a bit close to the camera oh nazim thinks that you are <laughs> a little close to the camera ross so maybe you should look really a little introspection um wow. But uh, at least, or at least the banter is close <laughs> to his face. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's maybe, maybe our comments are in your face. I'm not sure that <laughs> we're sitting any differently. But we, we right, but we but that's what we get style. to do. <laughs> Nazim just became part of our broadcast because we yes. got to show his, his comments. So, uh, but yeah, I I think it's a great conduit. I was really excited to come up across, um, and I know they're not the only ones, but I was excited to come across a family vlogger. That right. is using be live because uh, it just seems like yeah this isn't just about spewing and broadcasting out you guys are in this with me so I like my pick I like I'm what Nicole with- said too no one re- no one realized how much work it is to set up a quality live video when I work with my clients and show them the to do list ahead of time they're usually <laughs> pretty surprised so you know we try and make it easy with be live and and there's a lot of different options that you have and that you can put to use that certainly makes it quicker to get your comments on the screen, get your lower thirds up and all those things. Um, but, you know, to do a, a broadcast of the quality that they do, that takes time and looking at the right cameras and lighting and mm-hmm. setting right. that all up. You know, I mean, it just doesn't magically, unless you have uh, unlimited budget, it just doesn't magically appear in the room where you happen to to, to have your kids running around at that moment, right? I know. No, we can't always it. replicate the BBC uh, interview where they're all like, well, let's come in and get a dad's interview. <laughs> Oh, that was magic that moment was awesome. right there. Totally unscripted. Uh, well, Ross, I'm excited to hear about your pick for the week. Uh, tell us more about who you're bringing forth. So my pick for this week is Hmong Women Today. Uh, it is um, a show that um, really explores issues that women uh, from a specific community, um, I'm, we're going to learn more in the second half hour. I'm certainly not an expert on the Hmong community after watching a couple of videos, uh, despite the fact that you can learn everything through live streaming. Um, I'm not an expert yet, but... Uh, I do know that it's a community that's uh, pretty unique, that's in South, uh, that's in Asia, that was a part of, uh, I believe, part of China and then moved into uh, a border region of Thailand, Vietnam and Burma. Um, And so is sort of uh, isolated in the mountains, has a unique culture from what I understand. And so as they've come to their diaspora in the United States and Canada and Australia and around the world um, as people have left that community and started speaking other languages and, you know, dealing with all the issues of assimilation and absorption and sticking, 
you know, keeping the traditions and all those things that other groups go, uh, but having really a unique culture and language that, uh, you know, isn't spread across the world, like, say, English or Spanish or what have you. So there's there's more things to consider in trying to keep it alive and try, trying to adapt. And uh, what I enjoy from watching the show is, you see how, um, again, the, the issues are, are often specific to the community in some ways, but they're also really universal that all of us in our communities, um, who've come from somewhere else and have, have adjusted to the U.S. and fit into the melting pot still think yeah. about in terms of our history and preserving our culture and things like that. Um, but also just the things that, that people deal with on a, on a day to day basis. And uh, women, you know, women's issues, which is is something that's that's big right now. And of course, there are unique issues, um, and we can talk about that in 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 the next half hour uh, with Annie and Chua. They are the hosts of the show. Um, one of the things that impressed me right away is I always look at what happens when something goes wrong in a broadcast, mm -hmm. and I love how they handled. Uh, they had a guest who uh, was a singer and they could not uh, connect in the beginning or they were having trouble with her audio. And this is uh, right now up as the video from when that happened. I just love how they filled the space very naturally. Um, they weren't prepared for something like that, but they started talking about their day and they got into uh, just a conversation and they got into sort of kind of mundane things and then they moved it into issues of social media huh. and, and so the ability to do a show when you didn't have something prepared you were prepared to talk to a singer about how her video went vi viral right yeah all of a sudden you're forced to do something to fill time and how that comes about i thought was was really impressive um usually co-hosts are are like we are separate locations and all i really love how they are in the same room in the same space how you can see the way they relate to each other um and play off of each other and it, it's really really draws your eye in and draws you in um it, it's i i think from my experience of watching things i can tell that they're like a little bit nervous as hosts at this point but they're they're so comfortable with who they are and mm -hmm. smiling and everything else that um, I, I think it's almost imperceptible. And and more than that, it, it draws you in, which is um, really, really important. And it goes to show that if you're not you don't have to be a professional broadcaster and you don't have to be prepared for everything. But if you come mm -hmm. in with with a, with the right attitude and you're positive and you smile and you're interested in the audience which they both are um it goes a long way in getting you through the trouble spots so that that was one of the things that that stood out the other thing is um their broadcasts are really well produced the one that they had um which which you'll see here in in this reel uh a guest on who was putting together an event and it was really nicely done how they gave out the information um, using the lower thirds. They identified the guest, um, but they also did sort of the marketing thing as well. And they did it very tastefully uh, with the lower thirds, uh, putting on, you know, the, the whole thing, even the time limited thing. It was really good. Nice. Um, but it, I think. Again, it's it's using the tools when you need them, not feeling like you need to do everything and change every yeah. shot and use every uh, image and every icon and every graphic there. <laughs> but it was it was a, it, well used. It kept you informed. And if you're mm -hmm. watching, you know, one of the things we do as we scroll through our scroll through our newsfeed is we watch with the volume off. Right. Yeah. And so. Um, putting questions on the screen as they did. What is this event? Um, and, and I love how the guest, uh, you know, I don't know that they get credit for this in, in the best to be live, but it, it doesn't hurt when you have good guests on. And, uh, the guest that they had on was terrific. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that, you know, we stand, we, t we talked about that. Some people stand yeah. when they broadcast. I love how, uh, how he stands and how passionate he is. And he's got the microphone set up and, uh, really did a nice job selling his his event, and um, I, I thought it all came together well. Most people don't use the picture and picture all that well. Right. They used it nicely, and it accentuated the the ability to see him standing up and so forth. And again, you can see 
in the screen. They've got one microphone, but they're both in the same space. It's not mm-hmm. a studio by any means, but they make it they make it work and it works really well. Um, they use the space nicely and yeah. um, it's it's just really well done and they get a huge audience and why not? It's it's great stuff that they're doing. So yeah. I'm proud to pick uh, Mong Women as my selection for best of be live for this week. I like your pick. Um, it, I I feel I love that when we uh, find common threads between our picks because I just like with my pick, I love when you get two people in the same room. Uh, the dynamics totally different. I mean, Ross, if you and I could do this broadcast in the same room, it would totally, totally change this dynamic. I am right. not going to New Jersey. I'm not. Um, <laughs> you can come never. It's fine. Uh, okay. But it's really cold here anyway right now. Um, but I love when you get two people in the room and right. then they're doing the live stream because uh, there's I, I just have this sticking out in my brain when uh, at one point in your clip, they like look at each other and they're totally gesturing like they're talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm having coffee with you right now. Um, <laughs> So I love that feel. And is there anything better when you find somebody that you can do a live stream or broadcast like that with where you have that camaraderie, um, mm-hmm. the, the cadences that you have with each other as you're doing your show? I love it. And you don't always find that. Uh, I'm very happy to have you as my, my, co- yes. my co-host, Ross, um, with, that, in that, with that in mind. But I do. I really like that they their energy is palpable. Um, you do feel like you're you're hooking up with coffee for two friends who are going to talk about some important issues. And right. you know, I will always give a holler out to women who are live streaming about important stuff. So I really like that they're they're out there doing that. Um, but the you chemistry do, you, is there. I mean, there's it's so absolutely there. so great and yeah. and it's so important with a co-hosted show. It really is, and and also. I got to say, I mean, I don't see a lot of people really use the picture in picture well. Mm-hmm. They look so put together with it. They, I, I mean, I loved, they, they orient it correctly. Cause you know, usually I'm like trying to do it and some part of that box is cutting off the nose of my desk or something like that. I'm like, well, that was, that was a terrible idea. Um, but they used it really well. I lo- and I love what you said about their captions too. Like, who is this guy? You're like, yeah, right. that's what I want to know. So, <laughs> really putting themselves put it putting themselves in the shoes of the viewer and saying right. what would the viewer want to see when we put these captions up and that's what we want to see and so they do a really good job with that they anticipate they plan and they have a great chemistry coming across the screen nice pick ross thank you this is going to be rough this is going <laughs> to be a challenge i would and say I, and i've got two guests from their show here I so know. i know you do it's it's gonna be rough so um all of you live viewers watching tis time to vote um i usually let you explain this can i explain it this time or do i explain it usually no you can explain it anytime explain you it? would like also i want to give a holler out by the way to nazim yes. i can't watch Thank black nazim. mirror either i can't watch black mirror i've i've uh, i've seen two episodes and they, I need to take mental showers and it's the weirdest thing. I would feel like that that would be a show I'd really get into because I love the tech <laughs> and stuff. I can't. So Nazim, I'm right there with you, bud. I'm seriously, I, I know what you mean. Anyway, with that, I just had to get that little shout out to Nazim. You know, we got to give like, Nazim a shout out for staying up too. I mean, he's in Italy. So it's Black it's, Mirror's it's, fault. It's, it's <laughs> that's that could be. That could be. <laughs> that show is not for the faint of heart. Anyway, this show is for everybody. Yes. <laughs> um, so it is time to vote. So you, live viewer, are the one who gets to tell us, uh, show us how to vote. And I don't know where Ross just went, but that's really interesting. So we're going to see. Um, but uh, here's how you vote. So basically, if you like Ross's pick, and that was the Hmong women, um, and we just saw him highlight that clip, all you have to do is type the word Ross in a comment. Like legit, you need to type it in the comment. We're not trying to like, ooh, we want engagement bait or anything like that. If you want to vote, you need to type his name. So Ross picked Hmong Women. And so I picked Reality Changers. So if you want my pick Reality Changers to win, you'll need to type Rachel into your comments. All right. So, uh, well, this is really interesting because people in the comments are saying that they see both of us. Ross, I can't see you. So you you know what I'm going to do? Maybe I'll pop down and... Okay. Uh, now that you guys are voting, um, since your guests are here, I guess we can bring them up. Uh, I'm a little scared to pop down because I can't see. So we're just going to see how this rolls and maybe I'll refresh. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go down while Ross uh, is on here. And unless Ross, if you're listening. Okay. I'm going to bring in Annie first. Annie, can you see and hear me? Yes. 
Okay, excellent. Okay, so it's probably on Rachel's end and Chua as well. They are the co-hosts of Mong Women today. And welcome. Thanks so much uh, for for joining us. It's great to have you on and congratulations on being uh, my pick for for Best of Be Live for this week. Well, thank you so much. What an honor. Yes. So tell us a little bit. Um, I, I did the best I could uh, in a short period of time to learn a little bit about um, your history and everything. But tell us a little bit about Hmong uh culture and history and and what's unique uh in the situation for your people and then so we can have an i kind of have an idea or some context around what you're trying to do with with your show um to help people better understand wow uh ross i love you uh, oh, thank you, you <laughs> when you were talking about monk uh history and i was like huh, let's see how he's gonna do it and i was totally blown away the way you uh, uh you know tell the story it was very hard for a lot of people to tell it because it's so complex there's so many layers to it and for someone to be able to tell like you just did it's it tells me that you did your research and you pay attention and you and, and you, you care. And so thank you. Thank you uh, for that. I tried all day to make sure I didn't say H Mong <laughs> or Hmong. <laughs> I tried all day to remind myself that H is silent. So <laughs> that was a big victory for me. <laughs> you did so well. I'm so impressed. Oh, thank um, you. Even even the name itself, you know, it's been so misunderstood. Uh there's it, it depend, depends on the region that, that the people live in. Uh, right. Sometimes they're also being called a little bit different as well. Uh, and so uh, w you pronounce it like beautifully. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, like uh, you share, we are a, a minority of uh, an ethnic group that once was in China and we still have, most of the population are still over there, but because of our migration, we, have a culture to uh, other cultures like Lao, Thai. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, many of us identify ourselves as, you know, a citizen of, you know, Lao and Thai. Uh, we were people that like to live in a simple life, mostly in the mountain. We don't, you know, like to, uh, basically, we, we, we don't like to be governed. You know, right, back right. then we're simple. We just were farm. We were farmers. We just want to live a simple life. But because of the war, uh, during the Vietnam War, there was a secret war that took place in Laos. And uh, there's a whole story to that. But what happened was, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, Ross, I don't know because every time when I start talking about Hmong people, it, it, it's a long story. I'm telling you because <laughs> there's so many things involved. But, uh, you know, I just want to keep it simple because of the time limiting. Uh, because of the war, we became refugee. Uh, we became refugee. We we helped the CIA to fight, you know, during the v Vietnam War. And then when the war ended, uh, the communists also, you know, uh, came after us. And so we became refugees and we had to move uh, to other parts of the country for safety. And so that was the reason why we were able to come to this country because uh, of our involvement with the CIA. Now, because we were, you know, simple people, uh, uh, we were not exposed to a lot of uh, other uh, uh, culture. We also have a, a very tight way of living. And when we came over here, uh, of course, we, we were exposed to so many uh, uh, new ideas, right? And rights. We finally realized, oh, women have rights and all this stuff. And so, uh, but because of our culture is still very tight, uh, sometimes we experience, not sometimes, even today, many of us experience this class of culture and there's were, you know, issues that we couldn't uh, talk about in our family or our community. And so right. now with with Facebook, with social media, with Be Live, it is a tool. It is a platform which Chua and I wanted to use to talk and be more vocal about these issues. And so what are what are some of the issues specific to women that um you are you are dealing with and you are raising and and trying to solve or trying to empower women to to deal with um through your shows and through your broadcasts 
Yeah, so my woman today was created because we want to create a space for women to come to know themselves and, and really define themselves. I think the first issue that I and many women experienced growing up was the, the identity crisis, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and But while we're doing that, you know, there's also so many other things uh, like uh, patriarchy, domestic violence. Uh, today, you know, we we're have we're experiencing you know a huge issue with mental health with um, uh, uh, LGBTQ, right? And so we these are topics that we don't want to talk about because we feel like it's a part of us. It's our culture. We should be talking about it, you know. But now we feel it's important that we talk about it so we can really evaluate where we are and where we how we want to move forward. Chua, what's been your experience in, in hosting the show and in, in using the BeLive platform um, to deal with uh, different issues that, that you're working on? Now, I noticed that your shows are predominantly in English, although there is some, uh, there's some Hmong language spoken, but not a lot, right? Um, when you look at your, your viewers, are they predominantly English as their first language, or um, are they predominantly the Hmong language as their first language? Which, sort of where are they in terms of, of, of language? Right. And in in the communities where you live, um, are are there other Hmong families, or do you find yourself um, often like maybe your kids are the only kids of of Hmong background in school and things like that? So this becomes a way to stay connected that you you can otherwise uh, you know you might not otherwise be able to do in a past era. <laughs> And so what what are some of the things that you love about being able to <clears throat> stay in touch with the community about living in a a community that um you have those opportunities available to you that you might not have if you were living in a in a place where you're the only family
So I'm trying to get Rachel in here so she can ask uh, questions, but whenever I drop down, uh, she disappears, and I can't bring her up. So um, is everybody hearing me okay? Are you hearing me okay? And are, is everybody hearing Chua okay or Annie okay? No. Okay. Uh, Jeff says can't hear. So how can we do this? If I drop down... Uh, okay, I'm going to drop you guys down for into the lobby and bring up Rachel for a second and see if we can solve this, and then we'll bring you back in again, okay? Got it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, Rachel, so tell me what's going on, because I'm clueless well, as to what's happening. It's obviously my fault for even bringing up Black Mirror, because we got Black Mirror. So um, from what I could gather... Uh, I think that Chow's uh, her her um, screen was black and we couldn't hear. Now I can hear okay. in the lobby, so it was great for me. But uh, and then you went black for someone, and then I went black in the lobby. So we have black mirrors going on everywhere. It's okay. my fault. I'm, that's all I got. I have all I got. But um, uh, is and Chow, if you could like refresh and try to come back in, because I think she was the one that we couldn't hear or see. That by majority, I think one person said they couldn't hear see you, Ross, but I could from the the feed. So okay, so now everybody can hear both of us. Is that is that right? Give us a give us a holler. Like tell us can yes hear both or something like that. And we're real seriously. We don't. We're not planning this. This is not like engagement bait. We just literally want to know if we if we yeah. got this okay. Okay, so why don't we um, both stay up and first we'll bring in Annie. And and then we'll switch. Uh, Sounds after good. That. My guest is not here, so we are talking to your picks. That's all good. Awesome. <laughs> Hi. I mean, not awesome that your guest isn't here, but it's awesome, awesome that, that you're here. You get to here. spend more time uh, <laughs> with Hmong women today. And Annie, thanks so much. So um, we were talking about some of the different uh, the history and some of the different challenges um, that communities face and how they can stay together using tools like be live especially where uh people are spread all over the country and all over mm -hmm. the world um coming from a, a culture that's kind of again i keep saying unique i'm not sure what the term is but i'm trying to say that it's not you know say china which is this huge huge country and populate it's it's a it's it's a unique group it's a smaller group maybe that's what i should say and and so um Annie, give give people a little bit of background in case they missed what you talked about before. Just a little bit of background and introduction to the Hmong people, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about about your show. Yeah, so we're unique, Rock, because not many people know about us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes us unique. We're so small, but so resilient in a way because we've been through so many wars in the past, just really trying to survive. We just really want to be left alone, right? right. But because of the way the world is, there's government and we're, we just keep moving away. We just want to mm -hmm. live really remotely, really live that simple life. But, you know, uh, unfortunately, we just... Have, we couldn't keep running away. And so we migrate down uh, from China to Laos. We lived in the mountain of Laos for years and years until the secret war, or the Vietnam War. And mm -hmm. there was a war that took place in Laos. It was called secret war because it was not being um, uh, known uh, mm -hmm. to the US too. Uh, there's a group of CIA that came over there, recruited uh, some of the farmers uh, because uh, they uh, have the skills and they are familiar with the uh, area. And so they recruit this group of people to go and help find the pilots or, or you know, kind of help um, uh, deliver weapons or resources, whatever that it, mm -hmm. it was. Right. And because of our ancestors, our grandparents, our, my, my dad too was a part of it. They became soldiers. They became medics. They be, they, they participate in, in, you know, the war. Uh, unfortunately, when it ended, uh, we had to also run away for our safety. Yeah. Many people uh, went and hide in the jungle. Others uh, moved to Thailand and live in a refugee camp that was funded by the UN. And that's where I was born. That's where we mm -hmm. lived for 13 years. Uh, and because of the situation, many people uh, um, 
became uh, refugees. And so uh, the U.S. opened the door for us to come here. And that was how we came to this country. Wow. I, uh, Ross, if, if I may interject, I actually yes. lived in Wisconsin for a while, and that was my first uh, introduction to the Hmong community. Uh, there's, there was a large community there. Um, that was the first time I'd heard of that, of, of, of your people. And so it was I, when he mentioned who was coming out, I'm like, oh, my God, I I know. <laughs> I, I got a little familiarity. So um, it's great to talk. Where where um, are, have, have the Hmong community, have they just like pretty much distributed throughout the, the nation of the United States to those that came here? Or are they do they focus in a couple areas primarily? So in the beginning, they had to just go to wherever the sponsors were. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So they were scattered everywhere. But once we got here, we really trying to reconnect with each other and mm -hmm. we move uh, and, and trying to you know, reunite with the family. And so, uh, mo you know, uh, most people would move into California because it's also the weather, too, that is uh, most right. uh, familiar with uh, ours. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, in the early stage, most of them actually ended up in California. But then there's a trend, there's a period of time where uh, due to employment, many start to moving away. And so now the largest concentration of mom will be in uh, Minnesota. Ah, yeah. there you go. Minnesota. Where, where the weather's nothing like it is in it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the summers maybe, but yeah, not the, not the winters. <laughs> right, right. And so are you, um, do you still have family living, living back um, in, in the Far East? Yes, we and, do. And how do you, um, do you stay in touch? Or are you able to stay in touch? Yes, now we do. I mean, back then, of course, we can we can only like write letters. But mm -hmm. now with social media, uh, yes, uh, we, it's it's easier for us to just get connected face to face. Yeah. And where have the people like you mentioned, you were born in the refugee camp, where have, if you don't mind me asking, and you're comfortable saying like, where where have they settled? since then and where people you know besides who haven't come to the u.s because i noticed like yeah. Ca canada only has like doesn't even have a thousand and yeah. like there's like two hundred and fifty thousand or something in the u.s so yeah. i didn't know the the secret war part of it and that that connection but that obviously explains the connection to the to the u.s mm -hmm. and why um yeah. so many people but for people who have stayed in in Asia, where where have they settled or, or gone um, from that that sort of that refugee experience? Yeah, so those that went to Thailand and did not come to this country, they mm -hmm. became Thai citizens. Right, and right. They are over there. We have Hmong that uh, settled in Vietnam um, and Australia. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, in France. And so it's pretty much ever you know all over, but mainly you know it's in um, uh, the U.S. and France. Wow. Do you want to try to bring um, Chua in back in so yeah, can... let's see if we can bring Chua in. Thank you, Annie. Thank it's you great too. talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, Thank congratulations. You, Thank you. Thank you for noticing. I appreciate all your feedbacks. Sure. You're awesome. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. Let there be no black mirror. All right, I'm hey, gonna go. I'm gonna check the the other feed. Okay. It's nice, nice to see you. I can see you. You look fabulous. <laughs> so, Chua, Thank am you. I, <laughs> so um, you were talking. I, I guess a lot of people didn't hear, but you were talking about your your experience um, that you were you you were born here, you grew up here, and we talked a little bit about. I grew up here. Yeah, we talked a little bit about language. Talk about um, your language and and. You know, there's I saw a little little sort of a little debate in when I was watching one of the shows in the chat. It was like, how come you guys aren't speaking are, are speaking English? How come you're not yeah. speaking Hmong? And um, obviously, with so many people living in, in English speaking countries now, um, how does that work in, in your decision like to, to, to use English? And um, is more of the, the Hmong population here now? Uh, speaking solely English, or can can most people communicate in in, in both languages? Uh, I could say most people can communicate in both languages. Um, I know that the younger generation uh, being born here, such as the generation of my kids, um, it makes it a little bit more difficult for them to understand um, because English has just been the natural language for them to go to school, learn that, come home, and for me, um, growing up in a 
well, not growing up in a community, but working in a community of, you know, just English speaking is just become a more common natural language for me. But right. um, I know that with Hmong women today going out, we are trying to incorporate more Hmong into our shows only because we have had requests to uh, include more Hmong because we do have some viewers that uh, speak and understand only Hmong. Yeah. You know? It's hard. We're trying to find a balance, but you can't fit both sometimes. Yeah, I, I saw a show where that was actually um, they did they did some the the host would speak in English and then would speak mm-hmm. in Spanish the same thing afterwards. And as long as it wasn't really long speeches, it kind of yeah. flowed. It was like a sentence or two in English, a sentence or two in Spanish, then reading mm-hmm. the comments in both nice. and, and whatever before uh, right. before we let you go. Tell us what some of the um, some of the things that you're looking to cover on your show and in, in, in upcoming episodes are. Yeah, well, Annie and I we have our show every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to stay consistent, um, so we have our year pretty much planned out. Um, we are starting to do more with the show in terms of having a uh, a panel session. So. Uh, we are still experiencing with Be Live and its capabilities, but we want to bring in a panel of people and, you know, just bring in multiple minds with multiple opinions and discuss one subject. Um, yes, yes. Some of the topics that we want to cover are, um, you know, as Annie mentioned earlier, domestic violence. Uh, right. mm-hmm. We want to discuss, uh, you know, gender roles. Uh, that's a hot topic in our community. Yeah. And then uh, also reverse gender roles. Um, we want to also talk about uh, suicide uh, situations and depressions and cyberbullies. Um, that's one of the shows that we had, you know, brought in one of the singers because, uh, you know, not only did her song go live, but um, there were a lot of cyberbullies as well who, you know, tried yeah. to attack her based on their opinions, you know. So yeah. we want to bring awareness. That's well, great. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great chatting with no, you. No, thank you. Thank yeah, you, and I, I, I got underneath, by the way, Ross and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so great to finally, I'm glad we got you on too, because I know people were keen yeah. to hear from you. So thank you. I know. Thank, thank you so you, much. Sheila. I know technical difficulties happen all the time, but we yep. can move forward. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, we learned from you how, how well you adapted to when it happened on, on your show. Yeah, so. that's we right. Have to. The show goes on. <laughs> that's right. Nice to see you. Thank you. So Hmong Women Today is the show, and that was Chua and Annie, the co-hosts, and we thank them for joining us. Rachel, in the time we have left, we need to figure out who uh, is... I know. I'm, like, trying to... It's a long way down. We were, like, (laughs) chatting back and forth. We couldn't hear. We're, like, talking about Black Mirror, the fact that... Okay, so I see one for you. Let me look, let me look, let me look, look, look. And uh, what could they do in the meantime, though, Ross, if they have their own show that they want us to? Yes, people can nominate. (gasps) They can. They can go to the uh, I should know this by now. (laughs) Rachel, help me out. (laughs) They go to the messenger and they type nominate into. uh, Yes, I see. Okay, I got the (laughs) message. I remembered after a second. (laughs) They go. Go to the Be Live TV Facebook page, type nominate into uh, click message and type nominate in. You'll get a form. You can fill out the form. You can nominate yourself or you can nominate another show that you'd like us to check out. Whatever you uh, decide to do, we will take a look at it and consider it for uh, best of Be Live. And um Dan says, what a fun episode. Thank you, Dan. And again, you can nominate yourself or someone else. Uh, Rachel, your pick was Reality Changers. Um, A great pick. And I went with Hmong Women today. So uh, drum roll time. And the winner is Hmong Women today. Congratulations. I mean, after all that travailing and the yes. fact that my guest wasn't apparently able to make it, um, I'm so glad they won. They were troopers, and they obviously are great, and I love what they're doing. I will always holla out to the, to the women getting it done, and what a great history and story, too. I love yeah. learning stuff. I love it. Yeah, it was a, a lot of fun having them on, and uh, 
just really watching some of their stuff. I mean, it, it's amazing what people are doing with Be Live. And I think what's interesting is, you know, they approached the issues that they talked about from the angle of what, you know, how, how it if impacts their community. And yet, mm-hmm. when you think about the issues they're talking about, they're the same issues that the general American community is talking about. Maybe not the exact same way, but mm-hmm. not maybe not the exact same way that it's, you know, presents itself. But it's just fascinating to me that, you know, issues like yeah. domestic violence. I just had yeah. B. Smith on a show and we were talking. She was talking about the work she does with suicide prevention. Yeah. Women's yeah. Issues harassment, social, social issues with social media, just bullying. all the things like, for sure. Isn't this what we're talking about in, in American culture in, in, in general? So I, I think that's fascinating that, you know, the specific and the general combined. So um, I, I thought it was interesting. And the same with your pick, how, even though, you know, I may not, you know, I'm, I'm single, I don't have a family or anything. And yet the issues are so universal that, that they're right. dealing with as well. Even they're very they're relatable all, all across the board. To their family. Yeah. So that's right. We are out of time, Rachel. We are. It's out of time. that and sad moment when we have to say goodbye. I know. And let's learn the lesson. <laughs> people don't make fun of black mirror in your broadcast because apparently it does <laughs> manifest in your broadcast. Bad idea. So no more Mar- black mirror is great. It's great. Just don't watch it. It's great. Um, Ross, it was great to see you again this week. And yes. uh, we'll be back for more next week with two more picks of BeLive users that you, dear audience, get to yes. vote on and listen to because we'll not make fun of Black Mirror and you'll see them and hear them. It'll be great. So join us again next week, 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday night for another episode of Best of Be Live. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.